0: Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. We're going to take a real quick look at the numbers today in precious metals because, my gosh, we have something fun to talk about. We've got big green candles on both gold and in silver. Uh, gold futures basis trading at eighteen oh nine right now. Uh, that is up almost 2%. Silver also having a nice day, busting above that $28 level to $28.05 as we speak. That is up close to 3%. We're going to watch this because I kind of believe if we have a nice solid close today, the rest of the week potentially looks pretty good for silver. Uh, Speaking of silver, we're happy to welcome back uh, our good friend Chad Peters from Ridgeline Minerals. Uh, Chad, I did mention silver because you and I have continued to have this conversation. I have a couple of your projects that... uh, it might look like you have some uh, nice, uh, hence lower grade, but high bulk tonnage operations uh, to kind of plan and develop here uh, with a couple of your projects, but that's not the key focus of our conversation. But before we get into what's happening with Ridgeline, the, has the conversation, the dialogue with you changed a little bit in the last couple of weeks?
1: Yeah, definitely. We've, um, you know, you and I have, I think our last few times i've been on it's been you know talking about selena and the growth potential there but uh we're really excited about what we're seeing come out of our carlin east project or more importantly um, what our neighbors at nevada gold mines and barrack are doing um, directly on trend of our carlin east project so um, they just announced their uh, q4 uh, report there last week and they had some incredible drill results coming out of their north leeville discovery which um, started with one drill hole of 23 meters of 32 grams back in q2 of 2020 um, and you know that's hey, that's one good drill hole, it doesn't make a discovery, but they came back in Q4 um, and they announced five additional holes, which now confirm over a kilometer of high-grade strike uh, north of the Leeville deposit, and there's some incredible drill results. I mean, they're hitting uh, 33 meters of 16.9 grams, 12 meters of 18 grams. This is at the same depth and in the same host rocks that project onto our project, only three and a half kilometers to the north, so on the exact same fault zone, so we're really excited.
0: Well, yeah, so this is important because even though it's not your company that's doing the exploration it has direct implications to how you might be doing your drilling in the in the near future. Oh, ab- yeah,
1: ab- absolutely. I mean, we were going to drill this project last year. It's it, it is a core project for us and and we were going to drill it in 2020 and then they announced that Q2 discovery at North Leeville and we kind of put the brakes on. We're like, "Well, let's see what let's see how big they can make this thing." you know, over the next few quarters, we'll save a little cash. And then we can, you know, the more information we can glean from, you know, they're putting out cross sections, they're putting out plan view maps. We're able to integrate that into our three D geologic model and, and you know, we're gonna be able to target more efficiently when we start drilling uh, in May, June of this year at Carlin East.
0: How are you doing your own due diligence with what Newmont's doing or or sorry, Nevada <laughs> Nevada gold is I mix it up all the time yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. I mean so yeah. so are you looking pretty dang closely to all their press releases and and uh drill results out every quarter?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean they're they got an incredible uh you know, they do have an incredible exploration team. They're having a lot of success, you know, between Four Mile and now North Leeville and all these things. So we um, we wait for every one of those quarterly reports to come out. There's always something interesting, either at our Wren project or, in this case, North Leeville. So, um, yeah, we take their cross sections. We apply it to our known geologic model and kind of project our model um, south towards what they're drilling. And that kind of helps us validate what we're looking at on our side of the project. So,
0: so there is this Leeville corridor here that's, that's between, obviously, their Leeville property and then your Carlin East uh, yep. what's happening in there I'm just curious does somebody have mining rights on that property or, or uh staking has it been staked out at all
1: so that's what makes it that's what makes it really interesting so that entire Leeville corridor it's about five kilometers long and yeah. you know so Lee, the you know the pro- Leeville proper the actual mine itself greater than 10 million ounces of 10 gram still in production um that's about four and a half kilometers to the edge of our property from the tip of that deposit. That new discovery they've made, which is on the extension of the Leeville corridor towards us to the north, that is about three and a half kilometers from the edge of our project. So now what they're drilling is they're just stepping towards, they're continuing to step towards our project along that corridor. And Nevada gold mines owns hundred percent of all of it. So the only, you know, Nevada gold mines owns everything to the south of us. We literally are an island surrounded by Nevada gold mines. Every little fingering claim, in our project itself is owned by Nevada gold Mines, So like, you know, we're, we're kind of, um, we're in the middle of their sandbox. It's a good place to
0: be. So are you, you're, you're literally watching them just kind of move closer and closer.
1: Well, we, we were watching. Now we're at the point where we have a lot of confidence in our own drill targets. We're going to go out and we're going to drill, um, the same similar type of target on our side of the property boundary and, and any success would be a huge catalyst for our company
0: okay so t- talk us about the the drilling strategy here you got the crash zone uh there's and then um you know what is done before that maybe some historical drill results that you have to share
1: yeah sure uh so we started with the uh, whole ce 1901 was what we drilled in 2019 we were just a a Underfunded private company at the time working out of my garage. We had a million bucks. So we went in and we drilled two holes um, into 1901 and 1902. 01 hit lower plate rocks, which is the, the, the top of the target horizon. We hit the Rodeo Creek formation that sits above the host rocks that host um, the North Lee, new Northleyville Discovery. Um, so we hit those host rocks at 790 meters and we lost the hole at 830 cause we were drilling RC. That's quite a, that's a really deep hole that for a, RC. That is a deep hole for RC. Yeah. We really, we stretched out, we were doing everything we could with, <laughs> with our drill contract to make it work. And we just, we we couldn't push it any further. So we hit a lot of anomalous, you know, low-grade low trace element alteration. I think we had 250 metres of almost a gram per tonne silver at the bottom of the hole, right? So it was showing we were getting into a system. It was low-grade and it was weak, but we were still not into the right host rocks, right? So what we want to do this year is the crash zone is about a kilometre to the north of those drill holes, and it's right where a major northwester intersects those basin-bounding and four-corners faults, which those are the two faults that host the North Leeville and Leeville Discovery. So, um you know, so we want to come in there. It's the same analog of what we um, of what they're drilling at North Leeville now. We'll just drill a fence of holes across those faults, get into the right host rocks, and we're going to finish the holes with core to make sure we we can drill through the target horizon. So you know, just to put it in perspective, you know, yeah, I mentioned a few really high grade drill results that they've drilled, right. But they also drilled um, hole eighty one drilled thirty one meters of a gram, right? So within that high grade corridor, There is low-grade pops, you know, widespread alterations. So, I mean, for us, I think a huge first step is if we could even redrill something like that. I'd love to drill a high-grade intercept, right? But being realistic about it, even hitting 30 meters of a gram would be an incredible um, development for us on our side of the project because it shows we're in system. You know, so we want to go in, hit the right host rocks, hopefully show either widespread low-grade or maybe we'll get lucky and tag into some of these higher-grade corridors that, like, they're hitting to the south.
0: So is your strategy mainly to prioritize drilling at crash zone? And would you go in to, say, that first hold where you – didn't get deep enough with maybe a, yeah. a, a diamond drill hole and see if you can confirm the same mineralization at depth. Yeah.
1: You're, you're, you're bang on our follow up drilling. If we have some success would potentially step back down to the South uh, to where 1901 and 1902 were located and probably put a fence of holes in there as well. Cause we do think that that's still wide open. We just didn't test the target, but we think from a, just a highest potential target. We think that the crash zone has, has all the all the right things. So we drill that first and then start stepping back to the south.
0: And mainly that's just due because you're fairly certain going deeper, like you're going to hit what you want to hit, but it's... You want, to, you want to expand this before you... Yeah,
1: we're, we're confident we'll hit the right host rocks. Now the question, we want to make sure we give it our best shot to actually drill right into the heart of, of a potential system. And we think the crash zone right at that uh, intersection where there's a big buried intrusion and those fault zones is uh, is our best opportunity. So we go in there first, prove the, you know, drill deeper, hopefully hit some good grade, and then go from there.
0: You know, the last time you and I talked about Carlo nice you were almost saying, you were almost thinking this wasn't going to happen until 2022.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we were having so much success at Selena, right? I mean, people, yeah. you know, the opportunity to grow Selena is still incredible, and we looked at it. We were like, "Man, bang for buck, we can drill for what it cost me to drill one hole at Carlin East. I can drill, you know, ten holes at Selena and really grow that thing." But, you know, seeing what Bear, you know what Barrick's drilling now over at uh, at North Leville, I mean, we'd be crazy not to put some holes on it this year. It's got that level of potential now.
0: So, really, these. Um drilling at carlin east you're mainly looking for confirmation
1: yeah yeah i mean we're we're it's it really is you know you're kind of it's a swing for the fence kind of drill hole right like if one of them hits it would crack everything open for us but i mean even even if we don't have one of those hill hole drill holes and we hit the right rocks and they're altered you know that would be a huge step forward for us because we own you know um 35 square kilometers there so just proving that this that there's a gold system continuing up onto our project would be huge um Barrick came out they actually said they projected that they believe they can hit seven between 17 million and 39 million tons in this north leeville discovery that's the potential tonnage range oh. at five and a half to 15 grams per ton so that's a huge you know they're obviously being conservative providing a very broad range. But if you took the average of those grades in tons, you're talking a multi-million ounce gold deposit of 9 to 10 grams per ton, even just looking at the mid-range. So um, they think there's tons of potential, so we're really excited to go in and prove we have it on our side.
0: You know, it's really important. This kind kind of shows you, like, great due diligence. You're not always looking at one specific company, such as Ridgeline. You got to see the entire area, what's happening with neighbors and uh, other majors, right? I mean, like this yeah. this could easily be passed. And I'm really glad that you're sharing it here.
1: Well, no, I mean, and we've tried to, I've never been, we've always been a company that tries to let the geology kind of stand on its own. I've never been one, that, you know, I, I try not to over promote, but um, when you look at this, you know, yeah, our na- they are our neighbors. We're not drilling these holes but look at what they're drilling. I mean, you're in one of the best, most endowed areas in the world for gold. And we're right on trend of a new discovery. So I think when you put that bigger picture into the into play, I think Carlin East becomes a really exciting opportunity for us, which if we do it right and we have a little bit of luck too, I think it could be a huge win for us.
0: Okay. Uh, let's step away from uh, the actual geology here. And actually, we got, <laughs> let, we got to talk about kind of the makeup of, uh, of the shares of Richline. Uh, what also is important, we've seen just kind of this roller coaster ride. Uh, within the to the, come, to say the, least. the valuations yeah. <laughs> of FridgeLine. Uh But this week is important because a lot of that paper from the placement is now free trading.
1: Yes, yeah. So that's been something we've been battling for since the IPO itself. Uh, so we locked up all of our 22 and 12 cent pre-IPO rounds for um, um, the 22 cent shares were, mixed, were locked up through December of 2020. And our last of our $0.12 shares came out of escrow on February 12th. So, um, you know, you look back at our stock chart, and like you said, it's been a roller coaster. Every month, shares come out. We see selling pressure, and it really was hard on the stock. It, it, you know, put a lot of selling pressure on us in the early days. So I'm excited because we can hopefully just let, you know, the merits of the company kind of stand on its own at this point. And we, you know, quit having this uh, this constant selling pressure, if you want to call it that, every month coming out. We're free trading. The only shares locked up now are the management teams. So...
0: Okay. And how long are those locked up for?
1: Uh, We're on a three-year escrow, so I think we have just a a little bit leaking out, but um, you can bet none of us are selling our shares when Barrick's drilling holes like that. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough.
0: Uh, How much, you know, and just out of curiosity and let people know, how much money do you have in the bank right now, Chad? Uh, we have 3.4 million,
1: um, give or take in Canadian. And, uh, yeah, so that we're in a good spot. We can, with our drilling contract, we can be really aggressive at Swift. We can also go out and drill Carlin East and be aggressive this year and, and, um, hopefully have some exciting news coming out of both projects.
0: And your drilling costs are much lower than a lot of other people operating Nevada because of the makeup of the company.
1: Exactly. Yeah, My partnership, you know, the co-founder of the company owns an an RC drilling company. So as long as we're drilling RC, we're talking about a 60% discount to what our peers would pay in the market. Um, You know, we go to core, we're just paying, uh, you know, at market rates like everybody else. But I have some great connections with various companies. So we we tend to think that we're on that lower end as well. Right. um,
0: Great, Chad. Well, I appreciate the update. Thanks for coming on and we'll see how this continued uh, development out of Leeville North continues, but also looking forward to seeing what happens on your side of the fence in Carlin East.
1: Yeah, we're excited too. Thanks for having me, Trevor.
0: This is Chad Peters, CEO of Ridgeline Minerals. Again, they trade on the TSX venture with the symbol RDG. The information presented should not be considered investment advice.